Welcome to the Rims Podcast number 504. Jonah Ray popping in for the intro. Hey, guys. Why are you shaking your keys? I'm a Foley artist now. Uh-oh. I haven't been on a lot of the podcasts lately because I've been pursuing my new art, Foley art. You probably hear Jonah's... Jonah's here. You just don't realize it. He creates the echo in the room. Uh-huh. And if there's noise outside, yeah, he's yeah. making that. Oh, there's... Horses are fast approaching. It's Paul Revere on a hipster horse. Hello. This horse just couldn't care less that it's a horse. Ah, meh. Meh. (laughs) I like to eat hay. Hey. So Jonah Ray is going to be at the Meltdown every Wednesday night at the Meltdown uh, at Nerd Melt. Yeah, me and Kumail Nanjiani every Wednesday night at the Meltdown show. Jonah Radio is another thing. Jonah Radio is popping up the charts. Today, I don't know when this is going up, but I'm uh, t- later tonight recording an episode. Been setting it up for about two months now with the, uh, the band Andrew Jackson Jihad. Looking, looking real forward to it. Been setting up for two months. It took him two months to set up all the band stuff. No, they're just not from here. It's like it's like every time they've been through town, we haven't had it. So they've had they have a video shoot today, and then we're gonna go record them. Nice. Are yeah. they gonna perform? Yes. Nice. Some, yeah. Excellent. Um, this podcast is brought to you by GoToMeeting.com. Now with HD faces. By Citrix. It's very easy. You can sign up for GoToMeeting from your computer or mobile device, and then you can create an online meeting place uh, in seconds. Jonah, no matter where you might be. So what you guys should have done with Andrew Jackson Jihad is done a GoToMeeting. It's mm-hmm. just done it all via the computer uh, by yeah. Citrix. Okay. Yeah, I could do that. You so sh- say I'm by the beach. <sighs> wow, it's like I'm there. Ah, go! Why are there crows <laughs> at the beach? Is this a Game of Thrones beach? Gotta change. <laughs> what is... Oh, is that um, Daenerys? <laughs> <laughs> Go to meeting is just like meeting in person, except you're not in person, but you'd think you are because it's all in HD. Everything looks fantastic. You're going to start your free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting today. You go to gotomeeting.com, you click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code NERDIST. That is GoToMeeting.com, promo code NERDIST. Ah! <laughs> oh, oh, crow. Yeah. Uh, I'm a whale. <laughs> I'm aware of myself. Yeah. I'm a whale. I am a shark. I'm a whale. <laughs> yeah. I got bitten by a whale, and now when the moon is full, you turn I into crow. a whale. <laughs> Skora! Skora, the gentle shark. <laughs> Um, this episode of the podcast is the return of Bob Saget. Um, he's promoting his book, Dirty Daddy, The Chronicles of a Family Man Turned Filthy Comedian. It is available now. I adore Bob. He's one of my oldest and dearest friends. And um, I will warn you up top that uh, it, it, there, there were, it was a little, um, there was a little, there was a, a lot of death talk. Just from various from stuff that Bob's been going through, and obviously mm-hmm. that brought up stuff for me. And so there are very serious, heavy moments followed immediately by dick jokes because we cannot sit for too long in any uh, serious, heavy moment and let it let it lay there. I got a good way to cheer up those death talks. What? Just play the Full House theme song underneath it. And so it's like you know. So when my dad died, everywhere you look is is that the standing that's Perfect Strangers. Oh, the winds of my dreams. I believe written by the same dude. Oh, hells, look at all this fucking kids. What else did he do? I think he also did, might have done Family Matters. Oh, that dun, 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 dun. Oh, Step by step, day by day, right? Um, anyway, uh, 
it, it was a lovely, lovely chat and very cathartic. I'm just giving people a heads up that it does get very serious, but in a wonderful way. Um, Bob's a pretty much uh, an open book. Like One of my favorite things about him is just how honest of a guy he is that if you ask him a question, he will give you a very real, honest answer and then immediately say something ridiculous to kind of diffuse it. It's a wonderful balance, but I love Bob uh, and uh, he's a great, 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 loyal, lovely friend. And um, so this was a really, this was a very fun and cathartic podcast for me. Uh, the Nerds Podcast number 504 with Bob Saget. Boom. Saget. Saget! Saget! Now entering Nerdist.com. Good. How are you? Good. We're going to just do it. Okay. It's already started. Oh, it did? Yeah. The moment you walk in the door. You look good. Thanks, man. So do you. I do? Yeah, you do. I slept. That's What's that like? I don't know. So you I'm shut your eyes and then something I'm in a happens pod. And, you, and you wake up and it's well, a different I time. When I shut my eyes, things get stolen. <laughs> what happened? I tried to get on the lot and I didn't have uh, my driver's license. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to go right to this. I actually have my mother's driver's license. Oh. For those of you that aren't aware, my mother just passed away. Well, not that long ago. It was uh, probably about a... Was it a month ago? Or like it might six, be two months. Two I don't months know. Ago. I can't remember. Yeah. And Dolly was amazing. Loved her. She loved you. She was such a sweetheart. You, you, we talked I'm about sorry I didn't have you come to the thing like I'd tell you sooner. No, no, that's okay. What if I was like, yeah, man, you owe me. <laughs> Can you hold it for me? Can she die a week from now? I'm oh, really busy. It's not good for me. I got to do it. Yeah, okay. I'm doing get this my, photo shoot. Helen, get my grid. No, listen, she would understand. I have to do a photo shoot, and, you know, I just can't. Can you just put it to the next? Helen? I, I left while, while, <laughs> Helen. while she was uh, going. Her doctor and her and she said, go do your gig. I had to leave. I had I had book stuff to do. So I went and I went to New York and I had to go work. And she's like, no, Bobby needs to work. Oh, I brainwashed her that well. <laughs> she was very cool at the end, too. So that's um, she was really cool. If she'd have been like that my whole life, I would have never been a comedian. I would have <laughs> just really, done something good. Do you think, do you think that for, for positive? She's told me not to do anything. She said, don't do this. Don't do that. Stop it, Bobby. Yeah. So I put my penis back in my pants. Well, you shouldn't take it out. Not in the yard. No, no, no. Not when you're you're supposed to be doing the lawn. Not when your parents have friends over. Whoops. Wow. That's not to... You don't edit this, do you? I keep forgetting. not really. Sometimes we do. You do? Uh, Occasionally we What's your best edit? (laughs) (laughs) Your favorite edit of all time. Someone that said, you really got to cut this out. Um, You know, it's never anything that's, that's horrible. It's usually if just someone's tells a story about and they mention someone's name and they go like oh you know could you cut that out because that might be a little weird well the last time i did this podcast i was with you you told a story that i was like you could take that out right oh no 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 and people loved it 
Oh, was this the passing out while driving story? That one and the other one that happened before it. I don't know why I'm bringing it up again. Because this is what. Are we going to have another conversation about how to cut this out? This is how they win. Could you cut out how we refer to the thing that I wanted you to cut out? Can you cut it out next time I see you too and I do it again? (laughs) But that's that's a a, a marking story in, in the book. And uh, it's unnamed. There's no, there's no names. I don't name my ex-wife or children in it. Well, they have no names. You know that. Yeah, that's right. You're just you, you. THX1142. THX1142. They're all barcoded. In order that they were grown. Yes. Mm-hmm. And one of them was uh, incubated. Yeah. In a, in a sea monkey hamster cage. Because children normally come from sex. Wait a minute. Yep. When you say that, mm-hmm. you're not talking anything sketchy. No. <laughs> okay, I understand that that sounded no, bad. That sounded really okay. bad. No, I didn't because mean it that. You, I'm okay. asking you if that Sometimes. was. I'm asking you if that was a verb. No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, they. That's not a verb. They are the okay, 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 okay. They okay. can be. You want, be you want to talk about stuff that gets cut out? Uh, normally, children are the product of sex. Right. <laughs> Katie's got her finger on the thing. Why like, do you have to? So you like, don't have to. You can, no, you it's fine. I didn't mean to say it that way, and I didn't mean to interpret it that way. But I have a problem. You do mean to interpret it I, that way. I do, and I don't because it was it was weird. Because the book that I'm here because you're allowing me to be the selfless, self, selfless, selfless. I'm a giver. Yeah, ho, ho that I'm I really am. a giver. But that the book is, and someone asked me about this this morning. Uh, just a stranger in my yard <laughs> with, his, with his dick out. He was face down on a, ra- on a rainbird from the night before. It was an orange. Rainbird was a nice touch. You know, but it hurts when it goes off and you're laying face down. You yeah. kind of want to be on your back. Hurts or is awesome? It's great. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, and, and, and many of my neighbors sometimes will be laying on the ground in different ways in a configuration. So all the rainbirds go off. It's like a flock of rainbirds. It is. That's mm-hmm. my favorite group. The flock of rainbirds? My mother actually said uh, that a dove, if you ever see a dove, it's her. Really? That's what she told me. I said, don't you creep me out. That's... She was really cool. She was like, she's dove soap. She used dove soap. So if you see the soap and the bird, that's the same? That's just awesome. You're in prison if you see, the, <laughs> you see both the soap and the bird. I don't if think you, you drop wanna... the bird and not the soap. Don't drop your mom in the shower. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? You're going to have to edit yourself. <laughs> this is the first time you're going to go... Because you said so she was many... a soap. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been in, actually never been in the shower, to my recollection, with my mother. You've not? No. Wow, how do you, how do you laugh at that? Because... Me, not I'll you. tell you why. Because I had the same stuff. I've said, I've said such... Uh, I've been doing a lot of stand-up about my dad dying in November on stage. Wait, oh, I don't know this. Yeah, my dad died in November. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. Oh, that's sorry. okay, that's okay. Well, it's not okay. I mean, I feel bad I didn't know. Did you, were you weren't talking about it virally, because that's how I look, I did not, I look at you. <laughs> I didn't make a viral video about it. And you didn't, and you didn't call me and go, hey, Bob, <laughs> hey, guess what? Guess who's got a dead father now? Well, guess who got a new bowling ball? Yeah, and then you had to one-up me with the mom thing. So oh, thanks, Bob. Shit. Thanks. But it, I've been telling I'm a lot really of really sorry. No, 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 no. I've been telling a lot of stories about it, and even the even the day that he died, I just in a in a complete sorrow, just said something really inappropriate to to my girlfriend about it because that's just how we process it. it right. It, it's not. It's gallows, and, and it's people. gallows, and it's it's not that it's not that you know we're you know. I mean, I don't think of it as being disrespectful. I think I think my dad would think it's funny. 
because you know it's, well he knows how much you love him. I, yes yes and he loved you so much it's not it's not um it's not a you know uh, it's it's not disrespectful it's it's like this is how we cope with it because if we don't if we don't kind of crack jokes sometimes like it's appropriate to be sad sometimes and it's appropriate to sometimes you you have to laugh at it to gain control to feel like you're in control of it it's a weird thing it's almost like you you're punching it you're you're like you push it away but then sometimes I don't know when it is now because I'm you're in the morning. You've been in a morning process, even though it's afternoon. <laughs> well done. But I, oh, the, clean, <laughs> the cleanest thing I'll say all, all day. What a great pun. Um, <laughs> but um, with my mom, I was doing it in front of her. It's like uh, Dave Coulier and John Stamos came into. Yes, I started a sentence with that. Came into the came into the hospital room to see her. And um, she knew she was dying, and she was cool about it because she said, "I, you know, I'm not going to get out of this. This is, you know, pancreatic cancer. It was like you're out." And I was like, "Okay." And um, Dave comes in and goes, "Dolly, you look like an angel." And she said, "Not yet." Oh, so it's like, wow. She was just serving it up. She was so clear. How old was she? Eighties. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. She had her eighty ninth birthday in the hospital. Celebrated it and then wanted to die because she hadn't eaten for two weeks because she was she knew she couldn't live and didn't yeah. want to go through the process and such dignity and then she she didn't die that quickly Aww. so I was like do I do I have to put her down do I no, have to I do it? You, you can't you can't yeah that, that would let I you. chose not to it's good I think I you made the right decision I didn't pillow cover her no. I didn't do anything good. I didn't give her any shots of any kind no. Didn't give her any medication. <laughs> you just over her I bed didn't, and I did not made puns. put a funnel in her mouth and nope. just pour grain alcohol. You should not do that. I didn't. That would not be a terrible way to go. Grain alcohol down your throat? Do you think? I don't know. I mean, the guy in my yard. I feel like that's what we were trying to do around 2003. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, hey, it's in, it's, in, it's in there. I mean, I, I actually, uh, my ex-wife read this book, and she's a good, great person. And... Uh, she was concerned that that's what I was doing because she nobody really knows until you write a book, right? Nobody reads your diary. Well, it is. It is. I mean, even more so than stand up, writing a book is, especially even for me, was very much revealing stuff. Where I was typing it, going, "Oh, this is you know, this is what I want to put in the book," and then afterwards, I kind of got nervous. I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. Should I really be this open about stuff?" But right. you know, my feeling was. There are other people who are probably experiencing some of the same stuff, and it kind of makes them feel like, oh, I'm not crazy or I'm not alone, and I do, I can, you know, I feel connected. Did you kind of feel that way? That is what I did. I decided to work without Annette. So I asked her to leave. <laughs> Annette, you know, she really gets on my nerves. Yeah. Oh, good, more puns. Uh, oh, Bob, wake up, wake up. So, it's 2014. Um, what did what did uh, what did uh, your dad, uh, what did you? He just had a heart attack. He just had, like, out of nowhere, he was, he had been healthy. Um, I mean, he he'd had his gallbladder out a couple months before, and they tell you you don't need that. They tell you they you don't need that. Say that. But you know what's interesting is that at his wake, an older woman came up to me and she said, "Oh, my husband, you know, had a heart attack too." People always tell you about death. My husband had a heart attack too. He had had his gallbladder out, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." 
not knowing that my dad had had his. And then one or two other people also said, oh, yeah, my dad or my grandfather had their gallbladder out. And then a couple months later. So no, that's strange. I don't know if there's a connection. I'm not a doctor, but it definitely. Wait, wait, wait. Back that up. I'm not a doctor. What Bob. am I doing here? Well, I Why know. is your finger in my ass? Because. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, okay. You're not a doctor. Wait. Well, it's an honorary title. Oh, Lord. It's an honorary God. title. <laughs> like Dr. Dre. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. So it's all right. Like Bill Cosby? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They, I was given an honorary doctor. I would want that. Would you take that if someone gave you that? I would, I would accept it, but I certainly wouldn't employ it. I wouldn't be like, it's Dr. Hardwick. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies please, Dr. Hardwick. A round of applause. That's, uh, but I, wasn't, that the do- wasn't that a character from Deep Throat? Or Debbie Does Dallas? There was a classic porn. That was like a, there was like a Hardwick, a um, Dr. Hardwick. Oh, there was a Dr. Hardwick? I think there might have been. That, nice pull, Kyle. Um, but I need to catch up on my retro porn. <laughs> but I'm not. But but as I said, I, I don't know if there's any connection. But it just kind of raised an eyebrow. Like, hmm, it seemed interesting because he had to have a complete physical before he had his gallbladder out. And they said the only thing wrong with you is your gallbladder is fucked up. And so they took it out. I was in Memphis. Brought him home from the hospital that day. He seemed fine. And then a couple months later, he literally just said, "My chest hurts." And then that was it. How old? 72. Ah, oh, Christ. I know. I know. Christ was 32, I think. He was 32. Yeah. Yeah. Secret of Life is 42. <laughs> that, that, which is where that's, I am. You're 42? Mm-hmm. That's magic. It is. That's a, what is it? Motorcycle. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. Hitchhiker's Guide. Hitchhiker's Guide. Hitchhiker's Guide. They say the Secret of Life is 42, and people argue with me that that's not true. I think I met you when you were 42. You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were. Uh, we uh, we were drinking beers, and I was. Uh, Probably. Videos was canceled. Yep, and, and single uh, out was canceled. Single out was canceled, and mm-hmm. uh, I said, "What do you? Don't be sad. It's canceled." It's a- yeah, man. But how am I going to get all these awesome couples together? <laughs> how can I? Why can't I narrate people getting hit in the nuts anymore? <laughs> that opportunity is ripe again. Somebody said you should go for it now. Tom's stepping away. I'm like, thank yeah. <laughs> That's exactly why I wrote Dirty Daddy. So I Hashtag TV host problems. Oh, God, no. I would love to be the spider on that wall that what Tom had to leave for. Oh, my my God. I think it was old people falling on cement is where you... Is that the line? They sent me a montage. And Tom's a great guy. Do you know him? He's the nicest guy. One time I did... um, I did Hollywood Squares when um, when my career was in a bit of a gully. Unless you're the center square. I was not the center square. Whoopi was the center square. But I will say that what was really awesome about it is I got to be on with Terry Garr and Martin Mull and a bunch of really great people. Mm-hmm. And Tom Bergeron was hosting. Yep. And he was like making... Monty Python references. I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking cool. Yeah. But I didn't. I never. I didn't hang out with him beyond that. But he seemed awesome. He's a very nice man. And. Uh, what happened was they'd sent me, I guess it was in between times, they, they were like little times, to, would you want to come back? And then um, there was this video montage of old people falling on cement. And, and it was just all, <laughs> all, just all old people like falling off swings. And, Look at these fuckers who don't have I mean, mobility anymore. They always cut before impact. So well, that made it better. That's not snuff, you know. <laughs> You don't if you're old and you're hitting a wall. It's more it's more snuh. <laughs> you don't even that's your last And the sound, sound that you make. Yep. There, there is no there's no reprieve. You don't you don't come back. No. An old, old person 
Falling is my Indian name. Well, it's, <laughs> unfortunately, it's really unsad. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> the internet has all but replaced, just killed yeah. that. There is no reason for it. The yeah. ratings are down because YouTube exists. Of course, so because all, all the videos that you would see, you know, aggregated for that the show that week, you've already probably seen that week. And that's what the, you know. There's no reason to run Booger Boy again, which is right. a little a boy that puts his booger in his brother's mouth. That's right. That's already traveled the world. Yeah, we already so. we get it, Booger Boy. So dead. we get it. You're you, tired. You had me at booger. Pick something else and put it in some other thing. We're done. <laughs> Kyle, don't now. Your la- the way that you reacted to that made it bad. It was not bad before. Your reaction activated the worst part of that comment. If you hadn't chewed it. <laughs> the kid chews it in his sleep. That's the that's the finale of it. You know, and the funny thing is, I say this like I'm all above it. And tonight on At Midnight, we're showing a video where a surveillance footage of a woman who's in a Walmart and digs into the back of her pants and reaches up and sucks her fingers. So that's the same. That's the yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Must be kind of how mi- far minty. we've come. It's probably minty. Yeah, God. probably probably minty. Maybe. Maybe, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'll go into a whole world of poop fisting and stuff. <laughs> yep. I mean, I'll just do that. So I'm. So, so we both. Share so anyway, our parents the, passed the, away. Yeah, <laughs> your mom's good. Mom's great. I love your mom. She's great. No, I, I'm, I and mean, you can I too for twelve dollars. Well, that's hey, mine, it's your joke. But I was going to tell you, I love your mom, but I didn't. This is not the time to tell you this, but I'm, I've been seeing your mom. <laughs> Please. I, I, I hope you understand. I am thrilled. Really? I hope. I would love it if my mom was getting some I've action. I always wanted a 42-year-old brilliant son. <laughs> I know how to get a hold of you. You're all, I, I know, you'll never be away. I got you online. Yeah. Your kid is you know, nerdist or your kid is you. You know where they are. You know what they're doing. All the time. Hi. Look who I'm with. Look at these people. Yeah. We're happy. Yeah. yeah my my mom- son's a rock star. Yeah. I can say that about you now. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I'm gonna I'm gonna sire you. This is how it works. <laughs> <laughs> you have you have replaced my dad like the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> I'm sorry about your damn dad. Oh man, you know. It's... And my dad was a good dad. Ben was great. You loved my dad. He loved, loved him. You. Both my parents loved you. Live with that. Your mom. <laughs> oh. Your mom was incredibly sweet. And your dad was... Wait a minute, when you say that? Well, when I knew her, she was. <laughs> and then your dad was... Uh, I loved your... We talked about this before, but I loved your dad so much because he loved comedy so much. He really did. He was such a comedy fan. He could have been a comedian. He Just a depression and having to raise all those brothers and sisters. He must have been so over the moon that you went into comedy that he got to be that close to it. So proud. And I actually thought about this the other day. I put him on that video show once and let him do a monologue. He stood center stage and did a two-minute speech, and it's in syndication. The guy got on America's Videos. It's almost mm-hmm. like cursing. It's, <laughs> it's, title. it's uh, America's Voldemort. America's funniest uh, uh, Voldemort. The joke I say in stand-up is it's AFHV, which there is no cure for. <laughs> but um, <laughs> That's a good joke. I mean, it's not bad. But, but he... Um, did two minutes of what we need to do to help the world and how we need to be kind to each other. What people need to do is love each other. He didn't even... And then he fell on the concrete, but they cut away. And then he, then he, <laughs> then he <laughs> hit cement as hard as he could. And, and it was completely unrecognizable after that. <laughs> but it was completely Dick Tracy face kind of thing. For those two minutes. Smash mouth. For those smash mouth. 
<laughs> hey does, there. Smash Mouth does sound like a Dick Tracy that character. That would be the song you play during the old people falling. <laughs> hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. And it's all... Hey now. And I did the voices. There was a writer on the video show, Bob Arnott, and his joke was always, my pills! It was a, an old person falling in the water. He would always go, my pills! So I would always say it. Uh, oh, I mean, well. the, the show that you guys probably wanted to make and the show that the network allowed you to make were probably two very different shows. Well, I, I can't believe I... I mean, I did, but I had to... I mean, we... Of you, course. You do what you do. Of course. But now we're here. We are here, and, uh, and again... I'm don't feel bad about, you know, my dad, I, I tweeted about it once or twice and then, and then that was it. And then I kind of, that, that was, that was it. But I had to work. Um, he died on a Saturday. Oh, this is hard. And I had to work on a Sunday mm-hmm. and the show was live on Sunday and I went in and did it anyway. And Were I just, you in shock a little bit? Yeah, I was in, I was in shock, but, um, I also, you know, enjoyed having, a work to go focus on something else, but I, I at the end of the show I said you know I just took like twenty seconds and just said a little something at the end of the show and um, uh, and then you know we did the had the funeral on a, that Friday and then Saturday was my birthday so it was just it was a really strange it was a really strange week but it took me I'd say six solid weeks to really start to feel normal again. Are you feeling normal yet? <laughs> I mean, what, what your approximation of normal is? Well, this is very subjective, but. I, I am. I'm, I'm starting to come out of it. Um, but I'm not out of it. Now it's different because there's, there's five stages of, of grief, they say. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know why they numbered it. Oh, are these Bringer shows stages? The, the, the retro's fire. Yeah. And then you hit a wall. Yep. Then you crap your pants. And then... Then uh, you bury them. Smash mouth. <laughs> but but uh, you had the wake, though. You had the, you had the body in the room? We did. We did, which... And there's I, food there? Um, yeah, they just put some pasta. Uh, or? Yeah, they just put some pasta in the coffin around him. Yeah, I used to and say then you the go death. scoop. Yeah, my my well, my sisters, you just had them hold coleslaw and potato salad, yep. <laughs> and you right. just you garnish. You lay they them make on a, a bed great, of lettuce. They make a great serving dish. They, it's you know you don't want tongue. You don't serve tongue. no no you do roast beef. Well, you put the tongue in you put in the, the tongue and then the, in mouth, the mouth and then it looks fun. But you don't eat but it. You don't and you don't slice it. It's disrespectful it's actually, to do that. Yeah, it's actually just a full it's, on. Pickle, it's disrespectful pickle. to eat it. You just yeah, put it on their face. But it's full. It's yeah, full, mm-hmm. full on, on cow's tongue. tongue. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then. Well, the alfalfa sprouts. I don't know where you'd put. That. <laughs> it, it, see, this is this is exactly. What helped me get through it, survive, was just Comedy getting is, was getting through that stuff. That is actually what that uh, this book is about. It's about. Do you feel that? You feel that's what your book was about? No, was my book about? was more about. Well, my book was similar in the sense that it did reference a lot of those days that we always talk about as being those days, right? But it was it was focused more in in through the lens of. You know, things are going pretty well for me now, and there was a time when they weren't, and these were the choices I was making that was creating that situation, Right. and here's why I think I was doing that, and here are some things that I did to help change that. If that's if you see any similarity, any parallels, then maybe you would find some advice to be gained from this. I'm not saying, like, I'm an expert, and this is what I... I no, just you're said, sharing This your is what I did, right. and this is how I got out of that stuff, and you probably have some of the same experiences. But you you guys don't do a public viewing. You guys didn't do a public no, viewing. No. Actually, we, we didn't. Um, 
you have to do the whole funeral home and you have to get clothes to them and you have to do that too in the wake and stuff. Yeah, I mean it it um I was against it at first because it just felt weird to have a bunch of people you know, some people that I knew but then other people I don't know, just strangers like oh there's my dad, he's dead yeah. over there. It's weird you're here. But it, but in retrospect I'm I'm glad we did it. There is something to the idea of being able to say, you know, like to say a goodbye because you know that you're not going to see them a, a, ever again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know. Not in that form. Not, not in that. And then you do have a feeling it does make you what is God? What is life? What is what do I believe when everybody shares their opinions and you hear people's philosophies of what they think it all is it's a vessel it's she's not here anymore i'm like hey you know i've really been through this a lot <laughs> yeah and i know she's not here and, we don't have know, to we don't have to break very, it down very cold yeah it's not she's not here it's we we do have yeah the it's, cold is good though if you're gonna put food around them yeah and, and it's really perishable you know because <laughs> no, sometimes no because i wish i know that food because, can turn yeah i wish i'd known that we but just they made, it the ice. body's very 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 cold yeah yeah well we so, just we just cupped his hands and then put the little shrimps around. That's actually great. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what uh, Cantor's does. Yeah. With, if you, if they'll you do have a, them catered. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll put, cater your funeral. That's what they'll do. And they're not kosher, so they'll give you shrimp in your hand. They'll... <laughs> so this is how people get through. This might, this might offend some... <laughs> this is how example. some people so get how, through. This is how some people get through death. I mean... Not th- a lot of people. I'm sure, I'm sure, think, I'm sure some people, people would be horrified by this conversation, but I think the people who really understand, like, who really understand that it's... This is part of the process. This is part of the process. Like, we talked about this on the last, the last podcast, but the first time, the first day I met you, you go, this is my nephew Adam. His mom's dead. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's literally one of the first things you said to me. And I... And I laughed. I was just trying to cheer you up. <laughs> somebody's oh, your got show got canceled. His mom died. How do you feel now? <laughs> but I, but I do. Um, but I, I always loved that because it, it and there, because in a way, it's almost respectful of death in a strange way because you're kind of like. This is what fucking happens. You it know? happens to everybody. It it's, happens. it's zero to ninety if you get that lucky. And, and, and you know, you're, you're you're rocked by it. I mean, there were days where I just couldn't think straight, and I was just destroyed, and I couldn't stop crying about anything, and I couldn't control like anger, like it all. It was. I'm sure it was very textbook. But what got me through it was feeling like was not trying to control my emotions, and I was saying like, I know. This is going to suck. I don't know exactly how it's going to play out. And you just have to make sure you're in a safe environment a when safe you're doing it. You're not driving a school bus. No, exactly. Don't Which I do, by the bus. way. Oh, you shouldn't do Did that you know, anymore. No, no one's in it. Oh, good. Okay, it's just good. me. Yeah. It's a short bus. I just want people to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You say, that, yeah. That I drive a short bus. <laughs> but, it, but I also, I said, I said I'm just going to let these emotions happen as they come. And I did. And I, and I felt really good about that. I felt... It felt respectful to not try to fight the emotions. I'm like, this is what he deserved. He deserved me to feel these things. Did you talk to him a lot? Um, I did. Uh, I, I, do, I did. And then I also did a stranger thing, which is I would have a conversation with him. Because I talked to him, like, you know, all the time. We talk once or twice a week. And I would just be driving around and just have the conversation out loud. Because I knew exactly what he would say. So I would just call and go, you know, I would call and say, hey, and he'd go, hello. You know, like I would imitate his voice. I would imitate his voice on the other side and have the conversation. So that was, 
I don't know if that's weird or so you did it just in your in your home. Just in my car, because that's usually when I would call him if I was driving from place I did, to place. I did my, my and I did it also. I actually did a video, an animated thing about with my mother's voice. Hello, you know, I did Dolly's voice, oh. so I would talk to myself a tiny bit like that. Yeah, but I'm not doing it now because it's I'm not these months because um, I called her five times a day. Because she was getting sick. Sure. So I would just call her all the time and uh, call me when you land. Call me when you take off. Call me. I'm sleeping. Don't call me. It's like, (laughs) what do I do? I don't know what to do. It was, it's very interesting when you have to, when you let go of somebody that you're with that much in life. Well, it also just the, just the, 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 the habit that's like, what do you, do with that energy and time and that love and the, all of that stuff, you're just stuck with it. Right. What happens to it? You give it, I, I think you, what's happened to me, and I, and I think it's kind of a grand thing, is I'm, I'm able to give it to my kids and I'm able to, I'm able to receive it now. I was, um, I went through so much Freudian stuff with her. Because uh, I'm a Jewish guy with, a, <laughs> with an 89 year old mother that passed away, and I was she lost four kids. Not that this can get any sadder, <laughs> but in her life, so I was the whole thing for her. And she was in a hospital. At the end, it was a, a, a Christian hospital, and it was beautiful. They had a, a as you walk in, it was a Mary and holding the baby Jesus and a beautiful statue. And I wheeled her by it once in a wheelchair, and I said, "Look, they made a." A statue of us. Aww. Because <laughs> I, I was, I said to her one day. She said, "You're the best, Bobby." I went, "No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, mom. I'm not Jesus. You're better than Jesus." <laughs> oh no, 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 mom, mom, stop, stop that. I'm not. I'm not. Well, you're both biblical. Jewish kids, you know. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> well, wait, but wait. Okay, okay. All right, that's all I need. I just needed a. I just needed a millimeter of validation. Oh, all right. To really, to really but what, what's interesting level. is now what comes out of it because I'm. I was funny. I've been promoting. Started to promote this book, and thank you for letting me. Of be course. Out. Well, you know, anytime. Uh, well, last time we were in the Soho, and God knows what happened in that room. I mean, nothing that was recorded. Nothing. All yellow tape everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Do not cross. There was a Dove soap bar on the ground. Wait a what was minute. She, she no. She hadn't not even yet. passed not yet. Yes. How did that? Wait for it. What? <laughs> Drop. She's gone. Okay. Pick up the soap. Okay. Forget. Oh, no, wait. Oh, what? No. This is the worst improv ever. It's, it's my fault. <laughs> it's all, Why did I agree? Denial. Why did I go yes? No, there's no soap no, in there. No. no. Stay Yellow no tape. Na- I, I see orange tape. <laughs> Speaking of... That's Halloween. Nothing. No, nothing. 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 Edit. Edit. Nothing. Um, edit. Take it out. So the, what I'm doing now is... It's weird because I just started the press on this thing is don't dive bomb into the death conversation because it's, it's about death. What the original concept of this book was uh, death, comedy, and my penis mm-hmm. was kind of... Um, <laughs> so my penis sometimes had a happy face and a sad face. But yeah. it, whereas I have the tragedy 
and the oh the theatrical uh, masks. I put different ones on it. <clears throat> yeah, of like course. a little Pez cap. Yeah, I, I add it to it like a little helmet for the helmet. So you might want to worry if it's <laughs> if something's I, coming out that's like little formed Pez pieces. So if something's coming out of that little hole at the end of the, I'm not a doctor, but there's a little hole at the end of the well, penis. Well, I'm right? sorry, I am a doctor. You are. We established this, right? So um, you, and there's a what is that? You're fine, <laughs> but your dick is dying. <laughs> that means other people that it's come in contact with could have a problem. Well, no, I think they'll be okay. Let me ask you a serious question. First thing, you're completely top sticked, which means you're you're your color form now. I just shot something. So <laughs> you I just had. I know. I, <laughs> when you just, wait, no, maybe no, explain, no, let's explain to the people listening. Let me do that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We're going for the same joke. Sorry, sorry. Oh, so I'm trying to add humor to the death. Yeah. Which is hard. Which is very. Which it's is a, hard. But you know what I love about it is that as a it, it's it's become a really fun. Challenge because first of all, I know that my dad loved when I talked about him on stage. Loved it. It was like his favorite thing in the world. He was like, "Tell any story you want, anything you want. I love it. I love it." He loved. He sort of loved the the attention, and so I feel like it's, and you had so much pride in the way you did it too. I mean, you, yeah, and championship. So, and I'd already been I mean, doing a bunch of bits about him, so now all these bits have a lot more weight, right? Um, because he had the decency to die to make my act more interesting, uh, and so he <laughs> he. Do you uh, give to the Gallbladder Foundation? <laughs> no. Because that's what's... They already yeah. donated. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but what I felt uh, was that it's, it's a really fascinating comedy challenge to find what's human and common and can find some relief and laughter about this horrible, horrible, like the worst thing that can happen, which is someone you love dies. So how do you, how do you, how do you make that funny... That's respectful and doesn't make people sad, you know. And it's not just some sixteen-year-old boy's reaction of just. And a lot of people's reaction is just to not deal with something and just to compartmentalize it and or block it out. And people don't even deal with. I mean, hospice is something that people don't even do because it's a great thing. It teaches people how to embrace death. Sure, but I don't really need it anymore because I, you know, yeah. I only I I liked it so much. I bought the company. Wait, what? Hospice? What? My dad. Uh, I do think he was lucky in this. No pain. No pain. Didn't even know it. My, that's great. Yep. I had four uncles. Not to outdo you at all. But they oh all God! Here we go. Heart attacks. Thirty-seven, forty, and forty-two. Jesus Christ. Him thirty-two. You're forty-two. You got it. You get yourself checked, right? Yeah. Yeah. I get a transplant every day. That's a good heart idea. Heart transplant. A new heart every day? And, but I, I, but I, I have a real problem. What? A brand every, new heart. Every day. Where you know you? how many meds? They Actually, it's kind of like Iron Man. Like Iron Man, like but Tony Stark. No, but it's real heart. It's just like a heart. Yeah. A, I mean, bla- a black, a black they, they heart. Get it. I've been using a lot of cattle hearts. Uh-huh. That's fine. And calf. Right. Because... Um, that would explain the cut. You, you don't want to hurt people. No, 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 so, no. So uh, they've been putting a lot of animal, small animal yeah. uh, hearts in me. And just to be clear, these animals are drug been, dealers. Yes. So it's okay. The, yeah, they're, they're yeah. not medical people. No. And, and everything is done rectally. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay. So your heart... <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, I, I, I got a heart goes up... I have a heart ass. Heart... I have a heart put up my ass every day. Okay, so and then I have to do the, the the control of my abs now in order to push that up. Yeah, to where the heart space is. I love where this riff is going. I it <laughs> started as a Tony a Tony Stark thing, and then it went. 
In, rectally. It, well, it's hand puppetish kind of. I mean, it's if you put your. You, know, you shouldn't yeah. do this. Yeah. Unless you're. <laughs> unless so basically, you're, you're, <laughs> nobody. By the way, you're saying anybody a, listening should not do this because I I know. What, so there's I, a there's a direct line I from know your I, heart to your asshole. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Which explains all of my relationships. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. And we found it. You know, if we just keep digging around, you're gonna. Be and how did you like the book, Mrs. Lincoln? <laughs> well, this. It, 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 go ahead. Did, did you fin- so you must have the book. The book finished before before Dolly passed. Well, away, no, there's right? a, the the hardback, which I don't think you have. You have a preview copy. Yeah, has a, a dedication to her. So it finished. It might be there. No, no. it's not. There's a dedication to her that explains because she's alive in this book. Because I finished it and I talked to my editor at. It books Harper Collins. That was a that was a plug. It's a good plug. That's okay. That's all right. People know that books have to get published, right? Yeah, it's fine. This guy named Mark Chait. His phone number is two one two. You might be right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. His email is um, Ampersir. No, ampersand. No, no, I don't know anything. I'm so dumb. <laughs> I put hearts up my ass. I'm the stupidest person ever, and I think it's working. It's like it's like bad yuppie voodoo. I'm doing, I'm doing just L.A. voodoo because Carmageddon has upset me so much. I take out calf hearts um, and shove them up my ass now, daily, d- every am, day. I am Chris. a doctor, and I have a very specific question. Yes, there are seven cow hearts in your ass. Yes, um, it's, a, it's a seven sacred. It's a ch- like chakras. <laughs> oh, see, I thought it was seven. more like ski ball. <laughs> I have a ski ball. One of it's slow, uh, sloping, and one of it's uh, bobsledding down oh, my leg. Sled, right? This is good. Puns are not in this book. There are no puns in this book. What? I don't think there's. Well, there are a couple, but I think I've talked about. I say something like, "If there's many, uh, if well, that's my grandmother." Picture of your grandmother. Guess where she is? <laughs> She's still alive, though, right? <laughs> oh. oh. Damn it. No, she's so gone. There must be one ray of hope here, right? Um, <laughs> you're um, uh, my nephew. He's doing good. Adam's good. I'm glad to hear that's, that. It's a handsome uncle. There's a lot of humor in it. So I would. That's this. It's memoirs, but then it's not. Then what I loved about writing a book is I got to do observational comedy that I don't do in my stand-up because my stand-up just goes right to cut two jokes sometimes. Sure. Because there's no time to waste when I do my stand-up. <laughs> so it's poop and penis. So this is more stuff. Have you ever thought about? Have you thought about thoughtful stand up? Yes. Yeah, just like doing more yeah, stand up. Yeah, that'll be my next that's my next uh, thing cuz this opened me up to go why don't you just do what you have a gift to, that you think you have a gift to do which is just talk to people. Right. I have no nerves, so if I don't I have hearts up my ass, but I <laughs> but I Valentine's Day is very painful for me. Hey, well, okay, now I have a serious question for you. Easter must be too. Oh my I have God. a very well, that's I, they rise out of my oh, ass. <laughs> <laughs> but and it's, it's unleavened. But yeah. that's I hide. I'm mm, going for the Catholic jokes. You're going for the Jew jokes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, well, but, they, they, you know, they're both around the same time. Something, same time. something happened. Yeah, there was some stuff. Someone didn't pay for that dinner. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, these things don't have pockets. I've these, got robes. these robes. What am I supposed to? Do? Now they do. They do now. at a good hotel. Yeah, but back, back in then, two thousand years ago, they didn't have a four seasons. Nothing. One season. One in the season desert. and one savior. That's it. Oh. To rule them all. <laughs> but he rose again, right? 
I think so. You should go back to what you were saying. <laughs> I was saying, do you think we're... Because <laughs> that's, I will that's now, not a good start I'm going, for any... I'm going uh, to resurrect this thought. Please, please. <laughs> I don't mean to get crossed. No, no, no. It's a, hey, nice. What? You hammer this home. You can crucifix anything. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, um, uh, uh, Thorn, sandals, man. Mary, Joseph, uh, uh, the soldier. Thongs, um, desert. Very uh, uh, think Bob Saget would improv in a podcast. It's a dry heat. Uh, so... Mm, um, I um I'm wondering are we because of the way that we approach death are we afraid of it or are we fearless like are we yeah are we because we're pretty cavalier about like oh you know this is part of the body. does that mean that we're evolved or does that mean that we're very much immature about it I think it's both is my opinion because when I, when I when just recently and I've had so much. Silly loss, <laughs> silly, <laughs> silly walk, silly loss. That I I found myself at those moments of my speech, whatever that was. At, did you speak at your dad's? I did, and it was there's a clarity in it. Don't you agree? I do. I mean, and it's one of those things where you go, well, I don't want to, f- <laughs> I don't want to fuck this up because this is you can't. But I did you read it? Um, no, I, I mean I, I had made notes about just some points that I some things that I wanted to. Do. And I course, had teleprompter. Oh, you did. Oh, that's and, nice. Uh, yeah, and we shot it. Oh, good. It's did, airing. Did you just aired the. You just rolled, did a roll. It's going to be on the old people falling network. Good. That's right. <laughs> so we're gonna. That's how you end every show. Is a eulogy. I'm sorry, I feel bad. No, don't feel bad at well, all. So you did notes, and then I just did notes from points that I wanted to hit, and I, I started off by saying. Um, you know, uh, please pardon my language, but this is bullshit. Like I just said, the whole thing was bullshit. That we're here. He's that he was in this coffin behind me. That this whole thing was bullshit. This wasn't supposed to happen. And then I and then I just so to- young too. Then I just told a bunch of stories. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like I, I it was a I did a tight ten. I did ten to twelve. <laughs> That's really good. Um, because I didn't want to go on too long, and I you know, and I tried to. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, were there other speakers? Yeah, there were some other speakers and it was, how'd they do? Um, it was hard. Anybody was, kill? <laughs> Any, anybody die? Just nature, <laughs> nature, nature killed. Aww. But he, uh, but my nephews, um, my, my nephews had, had, had a rough time with it. My nephew, I have one nephew is, he might be 18 now and it was really, really, really hard on them. And, and so I didn't, um, I didn't. I didn't break the whole time because I felt. Uh, I felt like a responsibility for my dad to be to keep it together for you know as much as possible for anyone who needed me to be like, hey, you know what, this sucks, but it's okay. You ha- you held people up. I tried. You did, and, you, and, and so it sounds like you did. And and so I didn't really, you know, like I didn't really get upset until after I got back home from Memphis. But there, I was just very focused. Like, this is what we got to get through. This we're going to get through this. It, you know, like we can all. And then it's like, holy shit. Yeah, and then I, I just I put it off so because I really wanted to be focused for everyone. Because there were a lot of you know my, I have a I have a uh, a brother, I have a half brother, and then two stepsisters, and they all have kids. Like both stepsisters have three kids each. Big my fan. my brother has um, two kids. And so it was just like there was just a lot of people, so I just wanted to yeah make sure everyone was okay. But you're the same way too. You're you're a sort of a caretaker that way too. Well, and, and my nephew Adam really held me up a lot. And my ex-wife, 
Cherry helped me up a lot. My kids. I mean, it was really quite a amazing thing. But I wanted to take care of everybody, and yeah. and I still do. That's that's my nature, and I I like it. Yeah. And my mother did it. She just she did something which was really sweet, which was, and I did like ten at her at yeah. her service. But my dad's, which you were I was at, at yeah. I did twenty. I did, I did a long set. Yeah, a little long. <laughs> I thought long set. And the same people went on. I'm getting the light at the end of the tunnel. It's. it's <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Come on. No, no. I it's, that's that's the train coming toward you, which I stupidly can't help but mention it all the time. That's the train? It is the red light coming toward you at the end of the tunnel is a train. Oh. Yeah, it's an old metaphor, and I put it in the book, and I went, oh, geez. And then I went researching, and it was Carlin said it, so I had to go. Carlin, you know. You know what's really interesting is that you're careful. telling, you're talking about all this stuff, and you're telling all these stories, and these are really honest and open, and but the title of the book suggests that it's, <laughs> that it's jokier and sillier. Because your book's called Dirty Daddy. The it is. The family we man turned filthy comedian. I'm sorry. I cut you off. What no, did that's you okay. say? I said it's Dirty Daddy, <laughs> the chronicles of a family man turned filthy comedian. But, but really, you know, hopefully people understand that, it's, that, there's, that, it, there's more, that there's more to it than, you know, than dirty. It's not dirty jokes. It's really just a story about a guy who found this way, that this was the path that you found. That's... Um... Yeah, it's it it is, and it's about family, and it's about comedians. It's it's actually about co- comedians more than my family. Like it starts with a couple chapters on family, but then it's really about Roddy Dangerfield and Richard Pryor and hey man. everybody. Oh man, <laughs> I got no, I, I got no, I got no dick, no dick at all. He never said that. <laughs> I was I I did um, he he. When I first met him, he said, I don't know how I'm doing this, man. No booze, no coke, no pot, no pills. That's the <laughs> wow. first thing he ever said to me. Why? I, I did um, the Joan Rivers web show. Oh, the bed thing? The bed thing. I'm going to do that. She's great. She's amazing. Love her. And she, she, was talking about, she was talking about Rodney. And I was like, yeah, Saget said he would just show up and he would just be in a robe with no underwear on. Balls were out. <laughs> it was really, really strange. Um, and really, I mean, I was with him at the end. I officiated his funeral. It's like a weird thing. You probably had enough funerals in your life. God, it was a good funeral, but it's sad. It's all sad. But the the great thing is that people get to have a long life, and uh, and some people don't. And so that's where, you know, the worst thing that happens is pain. And the best thing that comedy does, which is why the book intersected for me, uh, what I intersected in it is that. Comedy really relieves pain for me. Of course. And then it relieves it for others. And it happened at every, it happens at everything tragic I've ever been around. Yeah. And sometimes they're the worst things than we're, when we've even talked about. Forget hearts up my ass. Yeah. That, that hurts. But I mean, when real stuff happens that you go, what? That you can't talk like there's things I I can't talk about because I can't because it's it's just so so uh, close. Like I have I have two messages from my dad on my phone still and I can't listen to him. I tried like a month ago and I just heard like the first two words and I was like, nah, I, not ready, not ready for this yet. Right. Um, this is a, a fucked up question. Do you because so so many people in your life have died. Do you? Ever feel guilty for surviving? <laughs> do you feel guilty for surviving, or do you feel like no, no? I have a, 
you know, this is a gift and I have to, well, you know, know I, I owe it to them to survive. That's an interesting question. I, I don't pay you after this, do I? It's so <laughs> therapeutic. Yeah. But I, I always think about myself like I'm just starting. I don't know why. It's a gift that I got. I guess it's uh, part genetic, part who I am and how my parents looked at life. I wake up in the morning and I feel like I'm going to do things that have never been done by me before. And then I haven't even started. I really don't think I've done what I came here to do. So I just go through these processes. I always feel like I'm 15 years behind. And I was like, I got this stuff to do. I go, oh, I want to go direct that and I want to do that. And I write a book because I kept saying write a book. And then I wanted to, it's got to be good. It's got to be about something. Yeah. And then it just came out of me. Now I say this book came out of me. Right. This book is in suppository form as mm -hmm. well. That's right. There's a, there's a You can viral, absorb all of them. You can snort this book. <laughs> You can you can um, you can insert it. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, it's that, a lotion. That's that what you're sent here lotion. to do is snortable books. That's who wouldn't buy that? That's right. Um, I suck books for Coke. What? Hey! Oh, good. Please take that out. Nope. Oh, my stomach's <laughs> eating one of the pieces of heart that I put up my ass. Um, Neil Brennan's going to be on the at midnight show tomorrow. I right? love him. He's great. He's. I had to call him to fact check. Because I said, what's the name of the guy that said, I seen him, after I said, I suck dick for coke yeah. and half-baked. And, and he, who was it? It's in the, <laughs> it's in the book, Dave, Dirty Daddy. Dave Edmonds, I believe. Dirty Daddy, the Chronicles of a Family Man Turned Filthy Comedian. It, uh, it, it, um, wow, I hope I said his name right. You, we can loop this, right? Yep, over and over again. Dave Edwards. Ed Edwards? Edwards? Edwards. 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 I think it's pretty sure it's Edmonds. I mean, I could I could have fixed it and looked online, but it's too important. So you so you, so you do feel you do feel good about like yeah, I'm still I don't here and I gotta I I I actually love my life and that is uh, you're very and, lucky and I love my kids and I love I actually love people. You're lucky because very much very uh, a, a part of the Catholic Jewish experiences. Can be. Have you seen that show on Ice? By the way, so the Catholic good. Jewish experience. Yeah, it's, it's so, so good. good. They they spin him around on a yeah. cross into the ground. Yeah, it's almost kind of sweet that way. It's well, he, and then he then he skates out of it yeah. when he comes back, <laughs> and then um, all the disciples. I would be shocked if someone hadn't done the resurrection on Ice at some. point. I think uh, they did the South Park the original. Um, oh they did, yeah, did they did the. Because Brian Wittano. I'm stealing literally one of the best things ever done. But, which is Matt and Trey. How could I? But there's a. Um, what would you, what would what would Brian Boitano do? What would Brian Boitano do? But but there's such a there can be such a layer of uh, a foundation of guilt yeah. with everything that we do. That you're supposed to feel bad about stuff. You're a sinner. You're supposed to. I, I, I have. That's not all of those things. So I don't but, want to bum anyone out. But you're made like that. I mean, you always used to. I mean, I was oh, drawn sure. toward you because you were you. I operate from such a place of guilt. And you know what? One thing I notice I do in relationships is I will feel guilty about things and then get mad at that person because I feel guilty yeah. when it's not their fault. Everyone, we do that. We project on another person. Yeah, I'm mad at you because I'm feeling bad. Like, I'm not making you feel anything. I was you. Or, you are, or you've had to end something or they ended it because you felt everybody feels when something's not right. Sure. How are the how are your girls holding up? Really, uh, really good. Thanks. Good. They're good. I use um, cardboard mostly to hold them up. 
Um, <laughs> I do a partition, like a tea partition. Yeah. And um, we do a lot of puppet theater at home. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they're, my, my girls are women, which is really interesting. They're grown-ups now. They really are, which makes me feel bad about I don't think I've seen Jenny since... She- Oh. oh no! Maybe I saw her kind of recently. Maybe I didn't see her in, since since Ben's funeral. But I just remember her just being this tiny little creature. She's not she's beautiful, tall. Everybody's beautiful and tall. Sure. And uh, I'm I'm you know I would look better if I stopped shoving hearts up my ass. That's not a good way. I know. But it. I, by the way, I when I pledge allegiance, mm-hmm. I put my hand over my ass <laughs> because I'm going to need six more hands. <laughs> Six flags? Six. <laughs> how great would it be to go to... How great would it be to By the way, that six, happens in Valencia. That, and so people are, are on a bobsled ride, perhaps, and they'll be shitting their heart. I just heard that Valencia was the new porn capital. No, no, no. It's oranges, isn't it? It's fruits. If fruits and... Nuts? Mm-hmm, fruits and nuts. And porn? Good. I thought it was just deep in the valley. That's the whole deal. I thought it had spread to Valencia because there were a lot of opportunities for, like, grand McMansions because of the land. This is going to be so easy to GPS. Yeah, I don't know. Just hit Valencia. Yeah. What city? Uh, I, that's what I heard. Are you writing Valencia down to check that out, Kyle? Who's Miss Valencia? She's in porn now. She is in porn now. She took off her sash. I want to say they, they should do tours. <laughs> Let me put this crown over here. Why don't they do tours of porn, like starfish tours? Starfish tours. Yeah, I can't. I can't better that. <laughs> you, I mean, that's 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 your entire wheelhouse. You just did. You can sell that. You just started another network <laughs> and a ride and a theme park and a tuna line. <laughs> you can do anything with this. And it all came out of Valencia and porn, starfish tours. Yep. And Carl's Jr. is going to sue you. They are. And so, not is, gonna... so is Disney for Star Tours. I think I'm going to get sued. But... And so is someone's butthole that's shaped like a starfish. That's right. Who's going to feel like I defamed the, their I was, butthole. That's right. And they, they will sue you on behalf of their butthole. That's right. Again, another, that's almost now another. Now, this is why. Shouldn't I do talk about real things on stage instead of just doing this rubbish? <laughs> I, I have feelings and thoughts. The problem is. It's fun. It's a, it's a, it's a stupid ADD thing that you're not supposed to do in your life. You can do it in a place well, for because entertaining there's, there, there's a topic <laughs> wheel in our brains and, and we have the specific kind of brain where it just goes death 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 tragedy butthole death 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 <laughs> death 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 you know well there's also joy you're a joyous person too you so there's a joy in the wheel there's there's a happiness in the wheel i am a i i am an excitable person yes i'm joyful and excitable and i do appreciate stuff but you're serious and deep i well i don't know how deep i am but i and am you're, pretty I, fucking serious you're pretty serious well deep I don't know if that makes me deep. I think I'm just serious. Uh, uh, not to disagree with you, but because I really enjoy disagreeing <laughs> with you. Uh, the, the, the body of work that you're going through and that you've been doing, um, if, you, if you didn't do all of that you've been doing, you would go to a very... You will when you don't want to output. I don't know if you don't want to output. You're outputting so much that that's, that's depth. I, I, I'm not judging you or telling you. what I, My opinion is that you have... 
Oh, all right. I just do the thing you did earlier. I mean, you, you right. did, well, I don't know. I, I just know. I'm saying there's a messianic thing that you're doing, <laughs> and that that you're a de- that you're a deity. And I and I. Where's my ice show? It's, I'm I'm building it at my home. I appreciate that. There's a lot of guys laying face down on rainbirds. <laughs> Good callback. Just put some ice under them. Wow. Um, In their ice hole. Nice. What? Where's that? Antarctica. It is. <laughs> so the book is funny too. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> there's a chapter called "Relationships I'd Rather Not Talk About," and you oh. know, you yeah, you don't, did? don't say the name. I won't don't say... say. I don't say names. Okay, I do not say names. Okay, there's someone called the Jackal in it though. That's really stop. Funny. Don't. And then there's I know another. Exactly don't. What you're don't. About. Don't. Can't. And then the other thing is, oh you have God. no idea the litigious legal things and Norm Crosby metaphors. Uh, there's another chapter called uh, oh Think, Things I Shouldn't Have Done. That one. There's a chapter called Things I Shouldn't Have Done. That's yeah. a, you're, you're in there. Oh, good. Not by name. There's nope, nothing about that. you. No, it's, it's not you necessarily. Totally anonymous. I mean, yeah, that's right. That's right. You said, I remember that. You said, oh, this is in the book. And, it, and then there's a thing in the middle of it, which is what the aristocrats, the reason I was even in that movie is uh, I won't I won't go into it, but it is the it is a comedic thing that I said that took me five thousand words to set up, which was a horrible thing that I said. I can't say it on here because it's just terrible and taken out of context. But it's really a great reason to get this book. <laughs> in context, it's though. Right, it takes five thousand words to tee it up, though. That's pretty. Um, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty hard, and it, so it's that's one tenth our, of a book. I, I yeah, it's like your book. You wrote a lot of pages. I remember when we were doing stand up together. You wrote a lot of words. You were like, "Oh, I'm in ninety thousand words or eighty thousand words, so not hundred thousand. I don't. Uh, my book ended up being in the sixty thousand range, which is a standard. It's a standard book. There's about two hundred and some words per you page. Were double space. Double space. I think double space. Yeah, or, or space. This yeah yeah. This is like my, mine has a lot of space in it. Mine's seventy thousand words. Nice. Mine's eighty thousand words. Shit. I did ninety-five. 000. I did an infinity thousand. Let's words. throw this shit down right God now. Damn it. About the author. He's. I wrote pi. Up. I wrote pi. You wrote the movie? No, I just wrote the number. That's fucking. Cool. Yeah, I know. It's. I infinite. ate pi. <laughs> hmm. What? <laughs> what? What's happening? I said I ate pi. I repeated <laughs> the it. tiger. Yes. The pie of the tiger? The pie of the tiger. Thank you. It was shaped like a starfish. (laughs) Bringing it it back around. You're going to sell that starfish. (laughs) Starfish Wars is your annuity. Do you think that? Your descendants. (laughs) Starfish Wars. Picture it. It's almost SpongeBob, Mm -hmm. but it's the future. Could be. When I don't care about anything else, and and it's okay just to start a company that gives porn tours. (laughs) But until that. Are you a porn guy? Do Do you look at porn a lot? I've seen it. I don't. I wouldn't say I look at it a lot. I mean, it's just sort of. Um, You've seen porn. I've seen pornography. I've seen pornography. Well, the internet is practically begging you to look at it. They do make you, it so easy. Do you have the internet? I do have the internet. You're Chris, right? Hardwick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was into porn. <laughs> he was taking it back around. Oh my god. So I have no choice. So, but we should get back to the title because I need to just claim why it's called Dirty Dad. Please do. Dirty was a, um, you know, it's a kind of a, it just means foul, but it, it means nasty or tainted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't look at myself that way. And daddy, you know, one of my kids calls me daddy. Yeah. So there's this just one. weird, just one. Mm-hmm. 
But then there's the other way that you say the, that word, which is a complete conflict of interest. So sure. you, you shut down one part because you know what's right. Sure. And then, um, so it's a kind of a, I don't know what well, it is. Well, I just, I, I, I. It catches your eye I looked and at makes it you call 911. <laughs> well, just because, you know, people, the, a generation of people sees, like, they think Danny Tanner and they think dad. Like, this is someone's dad. Right. And you also have kids and you talk about your kids and it's, you're a dad. You, you're, I, I am a dad and I love being a dad and I love my kids. And so it, and then, I think it, it sort of encapsulates the idea of, People seeing you and thinking one thing and then coming away and going, oh, it's these two different things which, mashed up. Which we all have, many things. From, yes. Uh, and some people are starfish with the five <laughs> points of light. This is a, a 180, and they're both two-dimensional characters. Yeah. The full house dad and right. the thing that's the filthy... Stand up that I'm 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 actually not I actually love my stand up right now I'm in a kind of a weird zone with it where I'm just talking, and and doing music and kind of really like I'm going to Australia. Nice. I'm going to go there. Uh, have you been there? Yeah. Did I've, you, I've not did performed you, in Australia. I've just been there to visit it. Did you snorkel dive? I did not do that. Did you see starfish? I did see <laughs> some Aussie starfish, Dan. Under. Uh, we didn't start. We didn't snorkel when I was there because there was a. Um, there was like a blue bottle, that, like the little uh, jellyfish, like these blue bottles. That they, they're are terrible. Incredibly painful. I put one up my ass once, and it fucking stung. Why the would inside. you? I don't. Why wouldn't know. it just attach to the hearts? That's actually. I think that's why I needed to get uh, my heart. Okay. Put in. I mean, the science all checks out. You know, you're a doctor, and you know this, <laughs> but I think you're, <laughs> if you're you're so dead on right about this. I didn't even realize it. But if 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 a, a jellyfish grabbed around your heart of, that was a calf's heart and it was able to like like almost be like the MC Escher painting where he's holding yeah. the, the globe. Like a You'd you'd literally be butthurt. Like you're like a man holding a, a, a grapefruit, not mm-hmm. like a baby's hand no. holding an apple. Right. We're talking very large. Yep. You'd you'd wrap you'd rip your rectum. Just right out. Yeah. That was the best. Our guest today has been Bob Saget. <laughs> we have to go to commercial. Is there, uh, I'll, I'll pay you to cut that up. <laughs> I'll give you. I mean, name See, your price. I wasn't going to. I, I would name have. Your you name really, your price. Name your price. That that's was, really funny. The that was three really minutes funny. of fear. <laughs> that's fear. Oh, oh let me ask now you, I have let me to ask leave you it a in. question. No, Please. don't leave it in. I have to. I've said that to you before. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's what she said. That's it's, the, uh, the could worst. be the new, that's what she's... That's a, that, it's not going to sell. No, I don't think but, so. Um, the, the thing that you talked about a long time ago, four months ago, actually, no, but a couple minutes ago, about fear and uh, fear of death. And, are we, and we never answered that. And I, and I kind of held on to it after sure. I realized I shouldn't wrap jellyfish tentacles around a, a cat's right. heart in that's my in asshole yeah. that's been there for for who meaningless knows, time. A while. That, that are, we, are you f- are fearless or are you fearful? Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't, sometimes I do have a fear of death, but sometimes I don't at all. And that is what came out of this past experience which was what the book was about that took a year and a half for me to have come out of myself. Wow. That was tough to get through that sentence. And my mother's passing 
brought me more clarity than I've had, and I don't want it to go away, so I'm fearful that the clarity will go away. Yeah. But it made me not be afraid, which is that weird thing when you're on a plane, when you're in a car, when you're on a freeway, when you see a 25 cop cars go by you on the street, when you hear a gunshot in your neighborhood, when you see the news and you go, holy shit, what the what the fuck? Is it over? What, we yeah. got 80 years left? What, what are we doing? Yeah. And then you go, for some reason, you're able to go, that voice tells you it's okay. You're okay. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what inspires me, that I, I, I'll never feel lost, uh, completely lost. And I, f- I feel that too. And I also felt that um, it, gave me a, it gave me kind of a, a benchmark for how bad things can be. It's like, ah, oh, this thing happened and it sucked, but uh, no one's dead, <laughs> you know? Right. So it's you know twenty five hours of traveling and or 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 you know there's a there's a bunch of fires to put out but um, I spoke at my dad's funeral and I got through that and so this isn't going to be worse than that you know it's a benchmark it it is a little bit of a a comfort and also and people told me this right after they said you know it never goes away but. You know, in time, you start to feel comforted by it. And I am kind of gliding into that now where I go, I miss my dad, but I feel, I feel okay that I knew him and I feel good. You know, like I feel good. And you you had a great dad. Yeah. And I feel glad that, you know, that I feel like, uh, um, you know, I mean, I don't, as much as I would like to believe that he's, you know, behind me next to Anakin and Yoda in 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 electric shade form, I, I do. Is that how you? Is that how you see the other? Yeah. R- r- the other realm. <laughs> is that? Yeah, it's the, is it, it's the force. When you when you when you go wherever you go, they give you a lightsaber. Yeah, they just give you a lightsaber. <laughs> and um, but uh, but I do feel that he's just present in the world, even if it's just in. My molecules and my memories, or my family's, or whatever. I just feel that he's there. Did and you so feel like you nice. saw a flash of him at all? Did you have any of that stuff? Happen? No, I don't. I didn't have That's any of scary that. shit. I didn't. I have thought any I of saw that. my dad for a second right after uh, his funeral. Oh wow! Well, it was weird because um, their favorite song when they were married, like I don't know, seventy years ago, was this Dinah Shore song. You'll never know just how much I love you. You'll never know just how much I care. Very obscure. Not obscure, but it was a famous song in the 40s. Sure. My mother sang it to my dad when she was 16. That They started dating when she was 16. Oh, wow. He was seven years older, and um, that's where I learned. Yeah. And she, he, she recorded it on an LP, a 78 in Atlantic City, recorded it on that. And I have it somewhere. I've got to find it. And I walked into this hotel in Sacramento to play this theater, and... He had just died. You'd just been at his funeral. I walked into the lobby, and that was playing as I came into the lobby. Oh, shit. And so I was like, where the fuck did this song come from? Who, who plays that song? And then I got up to... I did the show, and I came back to my room, and uh, I was just... I don't know. They, they gave a bottle of champagne to me. I think it was like $5 champagne. I poured a, a glass of it, and I just... For a moment, I was thinking about him so openly... And I'd done this show, and I talked about him a lot because he just passed. It was my first show after he died eight years ago, and I thought I like what I, I, I was like, well, that's just that's champagne. And it was like 
don't do this. And I, I spoke to him. I said, if you're here, I'm, I'm a little scared right now. Yeah. Cause that scared me. That was frightening. Cause I'm, when people pass, I want them to go. And some people, I have friends that think, and I talk about this in the book too, that the Tony Soprano theory, which is you just cut to black. Right. And there's no death. There's no nothing. There's no, I mean, there's no afterlife. You know, right. It's just, don't think about it. Don't care. Right. You know, there's no God, you know. I love having dinner with those people. <laughs> There's no God at all? Really? I got it. All this ritual I did. What, what is all this? Gotta, Do you know how much Torah I memorized? I have crosses and I have crucifixes and mezuzahs Just to all cover over my everything. House. To cover, all the, oh co- to cover God, two I, of the bases. I've got to cancel the Jewish exponent and the Christian science monitor. Damn it. All this print gone so to much waste. Work. Couldn't there just be stuff? Why did I masturbate so much? Damn it! Oh wait, that was unrelated. <laughs> oh wait, that's okay. Yeah, that. Part's oh, that's right. good. They didn't see it. There's yeah. no no one goes. No, no. That's the worst. And if if a spirit can do that and see you do that, that's what you don't want. A deceased relative to come in and you're like, you know, yeah, and especially if they get in front of you to stop it and then you hit him and Joe, it goes right stop. through him. It's, just, like, it's really awkward. It's like uh, 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 spirit goo. A little bit. It's kind of like Casper. It's ectoplasmic residue. It go- so that's what, you know all this shit so well. So kind of that's what Ghostbusters was. Mm-hmm. It's kind of come. Yeah, well, that's what a lot, that's how I read it. Uh, Ghostbusters was shot in Valencia. Most people don't know that. <laughs> it's the porn capital of the world. <laughs> a lot of things were shot in Valencia. Good. <laughs> but we'll find out about that on my uh, Star I'm going to write a book about it. About about that porn and Valencia and <laughs> it always creeps people out. Like I said this a couple times on stage, and I thought it would be really funny, and it just creeped out people too much. I was like, <clears throat> "Well, uh, you shouldn't masturbate in front of your pets because that's your uh, reincarnated relatives. They come to you as pets." <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> and I always I always just thought the idea that was really funny, and then. <laughs> It just was like a little, for some reason, that that combination of images was just a little too much for people because they instantly go to the place where they are in that, uh, doing it in front of their pets and then be like, oh, I, I had it. It sort of ruins their pets for them a little bit. You remember Alan? Oh, you're Copper, Mar- Marcus Spaniel. Yeah, King Charles. Okay, Spaniel. King Charles. He Spaniel. is the reason that I wrote a song called My Dog Licked My Balls. Now, this, <laughs> this dog, I was in my house. I was... In between relationships, which is, you know, seems to be a, a, a trajectory. And he, I had a scotch on the table, and he came up, and he, did, he didn't lick my balls, but he, like, put his face right in my crotch. Mm-hmm. And my kids used to think he, he was my dad. Oh! That my dad, like, got into him. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's not good. That's not good. So it was, uh, it was exactly that moment. <laughs> and then I actually wrote the song that night. Yeah, all he did was nuzzle his face. Is this too much information? This is, not, is this going to? Yeah, come out this the, is the point. Is this going to come out in the this trial? This is the point where it's too much information. I have a friend who worships you, and he's now twenty-seven, and his name is Max Schur, and he sounds like you. And I had dinner with him last night, and I missed you so much. Oh, I, it's so shitty that we don't ever hang out. Well, we we we, we can. We, we we should. Well, you're probably going to a crazy it. book tour. I've got that. But you're doing all this crazy stuff. You're doing your show. I'm in town. Congratulations a lot, on it. Thanks. Thank you very much. I haven't seen it because my masturbation has been just 14 <laughs> to 16 hours a, a it, day. Literally, yeah. part of the roof. I had I had to <laughs> call the roofer, and he came over and he said, "What is this?" I said, "Well, it, it came up through the roof, similar to a calf's heart, yeah. metaphorically yeah. coming up my." 
A butthole. Now, hip-hop would say, let the motherfucker burn, but you're like, I'm going to come on that. Fucking yeah. Throw that shit down. <laughs> so it's ra- got, you got to raise the roof. That was, was kind of... It's, you know what it is? It's come on a hot tin roof. Hey! <sighs> you, you just earned yourself a place on At Midnight, my friend. I'll, I'll do anything. Can you bring a starfish on that? Yeah, you can. I, I thought it'd be kind of funny to... Uh, <laughs> I thought it'd be kind of funny to have you and Coulier and uh, and Stamos on a panel together. You guys would be. Really uh, we 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 don't see each other that much. <laughs> Holy shit! They would love that. <laughs> I just really. played in John's house on Saturday with his band. He had a he literally has a, a par- house band. literally. It's just like Jesse and the Rippers. It's like it's like a joke. It's like Entourage and Full House is life. It's really fun. We sang for five hours. Well, I hope that um, uh, I hope that um, you are feeling better. I mean, it, it's thanks. This stuff never ends, and I know you've been through it a lot. I think it's always and we always will too. I mean, it's I live. I know. Every, <laughs> I mean, it it was for a while. It's just like every time the phone rings, is someone going to be dead? You know, like just That's... that. Uh, it, like I, I, there was there was a period where I would just answer the phone and be like, "What's wrong?" You know, no, I, nothing's I, wrong. I did that a lot. Nothing's wrong. Oh, that's Fine. fucked up. Yeah, I do it too. Um, I stopped doing it. Yeah, I stopped doing it too. I finally stopped doing it too. You think you'll listen to your dad's message? I will. Two messages. I will, and and I transferred them from the phone to the computer so that so I, I have one lose right them. here on my phone from my mom. Man, it's it's tough because it, she it, was talking all dirty though. It really is awkward. Oh, it's no. so wrong. Someday you'll be ready. I guess. Um, I'm not like that. I uh, one of the messages is just a general. I I pretty sure I remember what they are. I think one of them is just a general like, "Hey, it's me, call me." And then another one is my dad just sort of gushing about. Something that I did that he saw, and, and it's really like so. I'm really lucky that I have it, but I just don't think I'll be able to. It's gonna be a while before I can listen to it and and you know, and not be comforted by it and not dismantled by it. But this I played is, it for one, one of my kids in my mother's message, and she was just saying, uh, I'm so proud of you, and I'm so proud of your girls, and we're lucky. Yeah. We're lucky to have that. Yeah. We're lucky to have had that relationship and we're lucky to have, have those pieces. They don't. No. And 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 it can feel, you know, I, I feel like there wasn't anything unresolved other than like I just didn't get more time with him. I just didn't get more time with him. He wasn't in pain, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um I never met your dad. You never met him? He didn't come out here much. I know your mom. Well, we lived together, but um, <laughs> but your dad, I never, I never. He didn't like. Uh, he traveled so much I saw when he was films young. Of him. I showed you. He traveled so much when he was young that he just didn't. He was over like long flights. He just couldn't do it anymore. He was like, yeah, I, I. just just putting the ball on the overhead is is exhausting. Yeah. The, his extra ball. Oh, you mean the bowling ball? I meant the bowling ball. Oh, yeah. He had three balls. No, but I just I was going there. That'd with be the cool, bit. by the way. Other, yeah. I'm asking this on on your, this podcast. Are there people with three balls? There must be. It's funny you say that. There was a guy who just posted a picture of three his three testicles on Reddit a couple days ago. Look at that for his 18th birthday. He read it. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're they're red. They're well. They they're, it's an it. The middle one's an it. it. He posted it. Just looked like a pea pod. It just looked Aww. like he just posted his ball sack. 
<laughs> well, it's terrible. It's like Despicable Me characters. A little bit. Minions. So it was it was a lump in the was it was it a problem? Was it a growth or was it a three ball it's just thing? A third ball. You sure he doesn't have a thing? And he probably needs to go to the doctor. Well, I'm guessing. I am you a doctor. Probably, and you should examine upon him. Further inspection. You need him to cough like four times. Number I mean, one, they're delicious. All. Number two, they're nutritious. The third one is <laughs> the third ball. Yeah, Yakov uh, Shmirnov had a joke. I come to America. I see baseball. Four balls. You walk. You walk proud. <laughs> <laughs> with four, that was it. I just know it was a guy with four balls. What the country? Oh, he's in. He's in Branson. He's a legendary guy, Yakov. I know Yakov. This is going to be a. I'm not going to start up because I know we're, we're coming to a, a major um, close cut. Is he? Ha, he moved me into my apartment in Hollywood. Vanna White was my neighbor. Yakov was just starting out. He was working at the comedy store. We're a tank top. Mitzi let him work. At the store as a doorman, and then he started doing. Well, that's stand-up. interesting because in Russia the store works you. That is so what ahead of the game. I sorry I took so long. To <laughs> I really didn't let you. You are all loaded for. I'm bear. dumb. Was he really? Was he really a Russian guy? Yes, completely, completely Russian. So he, that was his real accent. Uh, I think he played it up a bit. Okay, but yes, he, so he, wasn't he like, has hey, an accent. Uh, yeah, go smart enough. He really, really no, was. He, was he like, really you know, was, was like a moose and squirrel. It was like moose and squirrel. Okay. Yeah, it was a guy that you know, my driver. Right, that's nice. <laughs> that's so nice. Do people learn English from this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an ESL course. <laughs> people always say to me, "I learned English from Full House or the, or the video <laughs> show." I said, "You did? You did? What do you, What do you say? You got it, dude. I mean, I mean, what do you learn? I mean, let, let's look at animals. What do you? What, what I do, learned what? English from there. This podcast, I learned how to say pussy a lot and dick farts, and starfish wars, butthole hearts, <laughs> serve words that I've learned in Russia. Butthole hearts has you has your starfish farts, starfish starfish farts is a good place to. Do you ever you, fade these out? <laughs> Have you ever done that? Like an old Beatles song? Yeah, completely. Yeah. Did you ever just... Just never... fade it out as we're talking? No, I don't think I've ever just faded out in the middle of a conversation where we just... Who's, who's, who's done the worst heinous thing on here? Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no one's done anything heinous. Nobody? No. Because yeah, everybody loves you. I don't know about that, but... Well, <laughs> I mean... I don't think you get... You don't get a lot of uh, negative stuff, do you? Oh, yes, I do. You do? I do, too. Oh, What's up with that? Oh, the internet's... What is that? The internet are, uh, are uh, vicious. I, have to, I, I don't. There's some like bad parts of town people. on the internet. They really are. Damn. Why do they? Why are they? Why are they so mean? Why do they try to cut me deep? Why do they try to? <laughs> they hurt me. You go, you piece of shit! I find what? Uh, Two followers. It's like you created this just to hate me. Yeah, it happens. I follow them. <laughs> I only follow people with two or three followers. I won't follow anyone with more. So they can just direct message you. I just try to help them. I'm, it's, it's how I. Do you feel okay up. about the podcast? Do you feel okay about all the stuff we talked about? Yeah. Is there anything that I shouldn't? No, no, no. I just mean talking about you know the death stuff. Yeah, talking about the death stuff. Do you feel okay about all of it? You probably. Boy, I came in wanting to. Yeah. Did you expect that? That's what it would be. I with you I always I always just kind of go along for the ride. I always know like it's going to go wherever it's going to go and that's what's fun about it. And one minute we're talking about how much we miss our parents and the next minute we're talking about jellyfish butt hearts. You know like but that's just what's so that's what's so good. I I like talking about the death. I I I 
trust and hope that people don't um, find it too much. That's what. That's the only thing that concerns me is some people don't have this weird, you know, like cathartic. Eh, thing some people that don't, I'm, but I think people who listen to this show in general, you know, I mean. You know, there might be one or two people that are like, eh, it got too real, or I couldn't listen because of this, or that seems disrespectful. But I'm like, well, it's my dad, and this is how I deal with it, so you right. don't have to deal with this way, and you don't have to listen to it. You know, But this is, I think people understand, I really, really genuinely think that everyone will understand that, where it comes from. That, it, that it's, that we absolutely adore these people, and that they're, you know, they're huge holes in our lives now. Excuse and- me, that's no way to talk about my mother. <laughs> See, that's exactly the point this of this exactly, whole podcast. You just illustrated. That's a, there was a huge, a huge hole in my heart. <laughs> You've just illustrated. That I, come, that I have to replace through my ass. That's right. Because my mother passed Bringing away. Bringing it back around. It's just, that's, that's not, that probably should come out. That's not that, good. I don't think that. No, it's not going to come out. <laughs> but there were a couple points where I, I started to get a little sad, but in a good way. Yeah, I mean, we, we were, people can't see, but we were both uh, spotting. <laughs> No, we're, we're, I uh, I got teared up. I uh, I got very. <laughs> I actually I shouldn't share we were, this. We, but we were emotionally spotting. I had a I had an anal fissure create itself just now. <laughs> just talking about the the made up stupid improv. Was that what you're not going to share, or are you going to really share something? Oh uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I I have nothing. I have, I'm actually medically pretty good, as you know. Yeah, because you're a, a doctor, a medical man. You look fine. I'm a little tired. Are you tired at all? Yeah, I get tired. I mean, I'm tired just because my brain has to be on all day. Your it's, brain, but you have a brain that continues to go anyway, right? Yeah, but at night I just sort of come home like, uh, you know, it's I, it's my day is divided into uh, 7:30 a.m. until 9 p.m. are acts one and two of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, <laughs> and then. <laughs> After that, then it they just, lobotomize you. Then I feel a little Put a pillow like, over you. Uh, uh, yeah, then I feel a little yeah, just like that. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a it's a. That's what Rodney Dangerfield told me when he met me. And you don't have this. Uh, he he said you you got a problem, man. You're fucked. You got to And he said you got a Jew head. <laughs> he said the best way to be born is not Jewish, rich, and stupid. <laughs> It's almost a direct quote, but I'm not sure. But it's in the book somewhere. But um, and that's the night I um, met him. This is what I love, and and this is I think this is a great place to end. And this is this is why I love being hanging around you. Is that I love you too. We have these moments where we're kind of tearing up, and then the next minute we're talking about buttholes, and then the next minute we're like reflective, and then introspective, and really trying to understand what it all means. And you know, this is just it, it does make me question why we don't hang out more. But I don't see anybody this is exactly what the conversation would be like if there were no microphones here which is this has helped because i i kind of distanced myself i i got very busy and i just did all when i go off into the kind of solitary sometimes sure yeah me too yeah Yeah. so so but this this is make i was really excited to to come here i'm I'm really excited because going to new york and seeing the soho and that was like an hour and forty, and I was late for my daughters. And like, but I was with Chris. I know because the, <laughs> they they know they yeah. know what this is. Well, I uh, think they're afraid to listen to it. They they got the book coming to them. They got the book. Oh my god, what am I going to do? My kids are going to read the book. Just give it to them. Uh, make sure they get a discount. 
<laughs> I'm just going to give it to them. 10% as like off the cover price, sweetie. The diaper pad version. <laughs> it should just come out in everything that's not, a, not readable or audible. Snortable, diaper pad. You audio booked your thing? I did. Yeah. You like that. I do. You talked 400 hours a day. I, well, the thing that I liked about it was being able to show people the intent of the words. Mm-hmm. This is what I meant by this thing, as opposed to sometimes text can be open to interpretation. T- texts. Yes, text. texts are the devil. They can be. They can be. I've been working out for me lately. Text me. <laughs> Good, um, sure. The the um, audiobook, How long did it take you? Uh, I don't know. It was maybe like five or six sessions of two. I couldn't do more than two hours at a time because it just like crushed my voice. I did like nine hours a day. Oh, I couldn't for do that four days. And I, it exists. And I was doing voices sometimes when I would, hey, Norm MacDonald, you know, I would yeah. do my bad impressions. And, you know, if you're doing a Tracy Morgan quote, everybody just, you know. Yeah. I'm going to walk them, Bobby. Let me tell you something, Miss Liz Lemon. So funny. John DiMaggio taught me how to do that voice. He's, you're supposed to pull your chin to your chest. Let me tell you something about nothing, Liz Lemon. And get them pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Send them to Planned Parenthood. But uh, <laughs> how dare you? Uh, I, it's, a good, it's a good organization. <laughs> and I, I support it. Literally, I support it. In the South Park game, they have the Unplanned Parenthood. Uh, the South Park game's great, by the way. I have to get it. You're playing in South Park as a character in South Park. It's fucking amazing. I, you know, when Nintendo had it come out as the... That, do you remember that? They, you were killing turkeys. Oh, yeah. That, that's right. I, yeah. I was so excited. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> it's like, this is a full on you're in South Park Jesus. and you're interacting with them. Oh, I. I like, Butters I'm is in. talking to me. Um, but well, um, thank you for uh, being in this beautiful suite with me that we're in. I love you, man. I love I lo- you. I love and you I'm too. I'm so glad you were here. And uh, we and will I, only say that to each other on, with microphones. Yeah, and yeah, phones, yeah. Once these otherwise, don't it's go a away, little, it's a little Valencia. Yeah, it's a little bit Valencia. <laughs> Why you gotta be so Valencia, girl? You got all Valencia on her ass. Your pussy juicy like an orange. Wow. Where'd you pull that out? <laughs> Finally, now we can talk. Uh. <laughs> you start talking all ghetto shit on me. Enjoy your burrito. And his mama cried. <laughs> <laughs> on a cold and gray Chicago morning, not a little baby child is morning. Do you sing with a band? Do you ever sing with people? Um, no, because I can't fit a band in the shower. I can. <laughs> Bengals. Hey! Oh, God. oh, boy, that was my dream when I was in high school. Oh, my God. What a fucking love. Are you kidding? Sing in the shower with the Bengals. Susanna Hoffs, come That's, on! Jay Roach, that's pretty good work. I am. What are you writing down, Kyle? Closing notes, Susanna <laughs> she's really cool. I, I, I never met her. Yeah, well, she's a mom. <laughs> it's a good All save. Right. Yeah. Really, I mean, she really likes to that. do it. Oh man, <laughs> well, that is interesting. That moms, uh, moms have been nailed before. Yeah, Jesus took a shit. I mean, like, these are just things that happened, <laughs> right? Yeah, probably shit a lot. How did? Well, we shouldn't get into it. But how did? If he was, if she was not, if he, if he's immaculate. Yeah. If how did she? How I just don't. I didn't follow the whole oh, thing. Uh, artificial insemination. She went to a fertility lab. A turkey based her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. in oh. Turkey at the time you had to go to Turkey. You could do it. You have to go there. It's yeah. hard to get there now. Yeah. You give her hash first. Well, it's hard because Istanbul was Constantinople. 
But so it's a little. Yeah. Was she Midnight Express? I think so. Um. All right. <laughs> this is where we faded out. This is. This would be a good fade. <laughs> Our first podcast conversation uh, fade. Love you so much. Always love you. We'll love you forever till the end of time. Amazing The podcast with nine endings. To choose your own adventure. This is do you almost, want this to end with a cover, or do you want it to end with? This is like one of my relationships. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'll. You can text me to end the podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, oh. All right. So, so anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm oh, sorry. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Thank <laughs> you.